good evening from a underneath the Kensington basement in this torrential downpour we're getting instead of a torrential snowstorm, which would, would have been nice. Join with some very optimistic folks for this episode of The Audible and Off Season on the Brink. Kevin Ricca? I'm here, and it's true. I have been drinking again, guys. <laughs> I've been drinking. Tim Strachan? Uh, I am not optimistic about getting through your backyard after the uh, torrential downpour we're in right now. It's a very firm backyard, as you will know. This is all said and done, but hey. You'll tr- you will gently traverse the backyard mud. once again. That's good mud. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is Off Season on the Brink, aptly named, I think, more apt by the second. Um, I just love... I love tonight's show because I think this is like the, I think this will be the funnest, more fun. Funnest? Really? Uh, show because, first of all, tonight's episode is subtitled Salsa de Hombre. And I think that we are asking ourselves, what, listen. What is he talking about? <laughs> Get into the fiber of our being. This is this is fans. this is a fiber show. This is a high in fiber show. There's a lot of people who listen to our show who need fiber in their lives. You were joking. It, I was not joking. <laughs> I think uh, in addition to in addition to the, the very aptly subtitled salsa de hombre theme, um, hashtag search party for McLovin. Hashtag mm-hmm. de nada. Yes. 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 I, listen, I think what what we really came here to talk about tonight, which is why I think it's going to be so fun, is that. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything, and yet there are, there's been more stories and reports and, and things going on and being talked about and worried about and fretted about than, I mean, any time I can remember. And, I mean, I can remember a lot of times like it. There's a lot of podcasts and blogs out there, and they're trying to make their bones, talking about they know what's going on, and they have the idea and the theory and the thoughts that you know, I like about us. We're very confident and comfortable knowing we also don't know a damn thing. No, we don't know like anything. the rest of the local media covering this case. Is, is Bruce Allen a, a genius? He is dog walking these fools. Really? You're going to call this genius. Right, T, he is taking mm. these local beat reporters on a walk around the park, and they don't know how to get back. Well, it's, in, it's, it's, um, it's shocking. It's uh, giving him a lot of credit. Well, it's... Think, think about the things that Let's we've turn the worried about. On these guys, yeah. We've talked about. I mean, we've thought about the Kirk Cousins uh, thing going every every wrong way imaginable. Um, we we worried about the Jay Gruden thing for quite some time, and that got done. And since it the last done, time, we and talked, then all of a sudden, people are like, "Well, I don't know if it really moves the needle." It's like oh, it moves the needle. It's yeah, a huge number. It First time ever that Dan Some Snyder people said maybe it moves the needle the other way. Well, you do have a long time. Maybe you know, no, this is the right you guy. Don't, you're not so nervous about getting it done. I'm like, wait, what? What? What well, are people talking? It's about? historic. It is historic. I, 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 I'm, historic I'm backing what you're saying. It's time. amazing what's going on out there. And I don't even care if they need. got shamed into it. I don't care if like they woke up or like. Shit, we better do something. And uh, justifies the means. Yeah, we better do something or else people are like, the fire department's going to get called <laughs> to come down here. Let's go ahead and extend Jay. Every, That's fine. Something, the right thing happened. Every turd covering the team is sitting in the comfort of their own home on their handheld device with binoculars out the window trying to find Scott. Yeah, they're like, what the hell? We don't know what's going on with Kirk. We don't. And all of a sudden, Jay gets extended. They're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Time out. Time out. This job is hard. But what were we saying? Was it last week or the week before? Just, you got to wait. This is going to take a long time. 
This yeah, is going to take a long yeah, but, time, and and it's it's like we're freaking out already. Uh, deadlines don't wait. Uh, Twitter doesn't wait. But these guys have no clue, so they're reporting that the front office has no clue. Because what the hell else are they going to say? Well, it is plausible, and, and 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 possibly. But then when you find out that Pierre Garcon asked for a trade midseason, okay. and these fools haven't known a damn thing for months, you start to wonder about them. I just want to turn the tables for a second. Okay, they've been feeding this poo down our ears and our throats for so long now. I'm sorry, don't you guys remember when we benched RG3? There was about a two year span with none of this drama, none of this bullshit. After after Jay comes in and, and writes the ship and puts the right guy at the helm, th- th- it was it was smooth sailing for a while. I, I remember this. Do you remember last year when we were saying the whole time at this exact time? Thank God we don't have that drama anymore. Yeah. The the you know yeah. the whole RG three stuff. We're always winning the we celebrated the all lack of drama. Of we had a show about it. We it's had a whole show back. about it. Most stable franchise in the NFC East by it's whatever. It's come back. <laughs> well, okay, so I. Think that vengeance. it happens everywhere, not to this same flavor, um, but uh, I've come to find out. I think in this day and age in the NFL, I mean, again, some teams just conduct their business differently. Um, but when it comes to a fan base, and when it comes I to guess. this time I don't of year, really follow anybody else, so I wouldn't know how to compare. This it. time of year has always, always historically been uh, the, the 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 smokescreen, um, you know center of the year, center of the calendar in, in the NFL. I, I just think as time has gone on, I mean, in the old days, no, you know, a thousand people weren't listening to every single thing, you know, a GM said. It was, you know, a couple beat writers and some people in a hotel lobby. Now it's, it's just pronounced. But even back then, I've, I fully believe that even back then, they were s- spreading the same kind of misinformation keeping people in the dark. I mean, it was a lot easier to keep people in the dark when, you, in order to talk to John Riggins, you had to walk into the middle of nowhere and, and risk getting shot in the head with, yeah, you know, by a rifle. It wasn't your fingertips every yeah. three minutes. So I think that, um, I think that, that we live in a time when we're getting, we're getting, it's like, it's a smoke screen on steroids. And Bruce Allen, as it turns out, is actually good at this part of his job. He is. Oh, he just is because he's killing. He's this. giving you a lot of credit. I mean, the whole McLuhan. Thing I'm giving him, or he's giving me. I'm. Yeah, I think you're giving him a lot of credit. For oh, because he's killing it right now. What he's we're talking about with all these cloak and dagger days. Whatever happened to a beat reporter hopping into a cab, driving to the neighbor's house, coughing up twenty bucks, and finding out some real information? Yeah, we all watched Fletch. These guys are staying at home because cigar smoking is bad for you. Uh, yeah, uh, if someone knows say, something. <laughs> someone knows something. Exactly. Hey, how about the twenty bucks? See, you know something I haven't yeah, seen yet? Huh? Like, I haven't heard anything. If Tony yeah. Wiley doesn't say it, like, oh, we, who? No, no one's ever gonna find. <laughs> no out. one knows a damn thing. And these guys are sitting yeah. there. And if you're gonna have the balls to step up and say, well, he's probably gonna be done after the draft. Well, go down to Ashburn, Loudon, wherever the hell that picture of him walking the dog took place, if that was him, and find something out. Do some old school journalism. Get to do, report. I, I can't stand the Twitter version of just, this. Stuff. Just look at the shoes. Just yeah. look at the shoes. Yeah, they say Scotty Mac on the back. <laughs> they say Scotty Mac on the back. You've got to. All you got to do is drive out there and figure it out. Sorry that you, there's not an app for this, but we got to hear this crap all goddamn day. Someone tell me something. Someone tell me something besides think, the fact I, that, 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 that that this is Danny and Scott's first extension. Yeah. I mean, uh, Danny and Jay's Danny, first yeah, extension. Yeah. Sorry, uh, they're all Danny's you know, first. Uh, Jay and, you know, and they get to Jay. share that together. That extension. See, I, about I right like length. that. You get so excited. I like extension. Well, I think that seems about the right length. <laughs> not sure how wide extensions are supposed to be these days, but it's been a while. It's just like every other sports market in this country, sports radio, and you know the the top the, the top shows uh, and the top you know uh, writers. You know, get tons of attention. You you listen to, you listen to the shows. I mean, a lot of Redskins fans are the same way. That you know, they're 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 
listening to Cooley in the morning and they're listening to the junkies are listening to um, both, you know, CBS and 980. And, and so you have, every, in my opinion, you have every right. I don't get a chance to hear them as much. Um, I think you have every right to be upset in that regard because the product that they're pushing right now um, is it's it's the easy way out sometimes it seems like because it's real easy to sell dysfunction it's super easy to sell dysfunction and you know what it could be true I mean I'll always cop to that it's, I it's, it's hate plausible it. but it's easy to sell right? it I, just, I, yeah, it is what it is and I hate it too but you know what the, the headline of that Gruden's a real mensch you know we're not getting that one that, that, that's not popping out it doesn't matter. That the Redskins just aren't going to get the benefit of the doubt on this. Not at all. They're just not. Not at all. So, and I, I love. I mean, like the the like the Mike Jones uh, of the world, even the JP Finleys for that matter. I mean, it, I I know for a fact because I'm a thousand tiers below them, but I know how hard it is to get a story out of that building, uh, and it is it's not a fun when you have all this media reporting on nothing. Like this is what you get. I mean, when it's just it's one of the once one of the it's the top five media market in this country. It's a nutso schizo ball of disastrophes. You know, we and we love it, and that's what we live on. At the end of the day, and Nuts, the Redskins. I think I think Ken's we pulling a Bruce it's... Allen on me right now. Hey, he's yeah. distracting me with all this talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have Romo. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. He did that on his own. But how about this? I just had a, a wild hair. My ass is hopping a car tomorrow. Thirty pack of Bud Light, bottle of uh, the Irishman. Let's let's head out to that region. Let's find out what the hell's going on. Do you think we can pull it off? You think you can take the day off? Is this is this in field search? Of, I don't know. Is, is this in search of McLovin? Maybe this is out of concern. Maybe. I do think a search party is almost warranted at some point. Like, I'm kind of surprised. Those are the old. Uh, um, you know, Tomorrow's too short notice, yeah. but I might be able to pull off Thursday or Friday, maybe. I don't know. If we get there before the people with the pitchforks and burning torches, we might yeah. be able to salvage the situation. We might be able to pull it off. It's Mitch Hedberg, you know. It's the old uh, hey, it's you know, party Dufresne, you know, turn into the search party for Dufresne. When you know people don't show up, when all of a sudden people are just gone for a month, and we're all worried about you know who who we're going to draft. At what point is someone like, hey, so, someone, maybe someone should ring that doorbell. Just, you know, maybe it's like, <laughs> pa- like tape together some popsicle sticks and, you know, reach through the window and just, you know, do some poking. Yeah. You know, just, hey, just, just make sure. Yeah. And if he's like half our friends, we'll see him in his underwear scurrying into the basement through the window and be like, hey, I know you're in there. I already saw you. Just answer the door, Scott. Hey, We're clap for you. Clap twice <laughs> if you've showered in the last two weeks. <laughs> I wish him the best. This the problem is the like right, I said. Right. Look, yeah, they're not getting the medicine. This is now. truly a personal thing. It sucks, and it sucks. Oh, the way not, that I it's would never make fun through. of that. No, yeah, I'm making fun of the people saying it is who don't know a damn. No thing No one about knows anything. It, right? That's why. So okay, so let's transition that perfect transition to this part of, of tonight's show, which is since no one knows anything, everyone has a theory on why something happens. Some of which are extraordinarily plausible, um, yet yet they're all equally uh, based on. No real Nothing. fact. <laughs> That's correct. So let's 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 play the game because I think that the game is fun to play. Now let's start with a, a big one. Um, Kirk Cousins. Now the Kirk Cousins situation could go a million different ways, but clearly, T, clearly something something is is underneath there. For example, you might even you might theorize that Kirk and Kyle made a pinky swear. Back when they when they worked they together here, have, they actually. they could have made a pinky swear 
when he was a backup and Kyle was, you know, uh, had to raise his hand during meetings so his dad would call on him. Spit in each other's hands and slap. Like, they might be blood brothers. Yeah, and they might have been like, listen, be. hey, if we ever get the chance, if we ever get the chance, we're going to just, like, bankrupt multiple teams in this league just to try to play for a, a really crappy yeah. situation. If scenario. we're married by the time we're 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not... Treehouse trust. I'm, I'm fully admitting I have no sources to substantiate that story. That's substantial in this town. That's yes. all you need is zero sources. We're good. How about, you guys got anything on Kirk? How about Pierre Garçon? Mm, man, I'm not messing with that crazy Haitian. You know, he wants to trade. He's the best friends with the quarterback. He writes Kirk's name down 100 times in the top 100 players. Yeah, in the he NFL. wrote Kirk's cousin's name 100, 100 times, times style. when ranking the 100 best players in yep. the NFL. Pierre Garçon reportedly, and we think there are sources to back that up, yeah. did it. Yeah, his uh, agent confirmed that. Did he do it on a chalkboard? Did he do it on a piece of paper? Uh, on, the, on the submitted form. A whiteboard. For the, for the, oh, players, oh, the really? players to vote on players at the top of the position. He wrote Kirk's name down 100 times. They're, they're rumored to be very close in the locker room, and they have a, a great relationship. Uh, I don't think they, they, they go pinky swear, too? There might have been a I don't think there was any pink, no three-way pinky <laughs> swears. All right, so I have a little something for you for, for, for Pierre. Because his agent also said that, well, they did request a trade. They do remain interested in returning here. <laughs> uh, we requested one. We were denied. But we're very interested in returning. Yes, it, yes. Just, please. What? Please submit your bid, Mr. Snyder. Um, <laughs> I, I think that in, the only way in my, my mind that I can rationalize this. <laughs> do you think this, Bruce Allen pulled that one off, too? By saying no? No, to get Pierre Gonzalez's agent say we did ask for a trade, but we really No, you really, don't want to admit that. Okay, no. good. No, Bruce I was Allen. just wondering how far you think his Bruce Allen kept that a secret Jedi for five mind m- tricks can go. Well, he kept, if, that, if that was kept a secret, then Bruce Allen was involved in keeping it a secret, which is pretty do you pretty, have a pretty Bruce strong Allen thing. Pinky swear you want to cough up right yeah, now? Did you no, pinky I, swear you know, he's kind of really irking me. I don't even know him personally. I don't know why I should. Listen, I just I'm so skeptical this, of the whole situation. I, oh, hold on, rationalize. You I, rationalize. I, I want to hear some rationals. I can only imagine that a 30 year old uh, player in the league who is about to have an opportunity to cash in majorly in this league because the salary caps are exploding, um, and he ultimately has been ranked as one of the, the top free agents in this free agent class, finds himself, uh, before the trading de- deadline, all of a sudden pulling the card uh, in the huddle on every play of having to go over the middle on second and five, third and four. Uh, you know, Deshaun's running, running flies. Uh, Jameson's, you know, finding holes. Jordan gets the seam, and, and then they're like, hey, Pierre, all right, just uh, go five yards, uh, turn in the middle of the field, and, and I'm going to throw you the ball. And while you're looking at me while I throw you the ball, you're going to get decked in the ribs by a middle linebacker. Um, and we're going to do this like probably another 150 times before uh, you become a free agent. I, I might ask for a trade if that's, if that's, if that's what I'm looking at. Um, I can't think of Plausible, any other reason. Yes. Any other reason. Plausible, yes. Do I believe it? No. Why do you think he asked no, for a trade? You think he just wanted out of here? I think he's a hyper-emotional, crazy maniac, and he shows that on the field, and I'm sure he's got a part of that off the field, and anything could have happened. It could have been one bad day, and it could have been a ridiculous, please trade me. Sorry, we're not. Okay. And then the next day, everything could have been all handshakes and smiles. Who knows? Now that I think about it, you might be right. I don't want to be somebody's workhorse when I'm not necessarily sure I'm going to be the one that they want to have back. Uh, He takes pride in his position. I I wanted to say that. That's why at first I said plausible, but... Yeah, I think he's a football player at the end of the day, and I don't, you know, I don't think he cares. Maybe you know. he said trade me, 
I'll play somewhere else for eight games, and then I'll come back to you for a discount uh, next season, and you can get some picks in return. He, he didn't. He didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. How about Chris Baker? What is he doing right now? Has he been my big baking? Baking something? Baking. He might be baking. You think he's just like? Baking. You think he's just cooking? I mean, I, I did you want to, did you want to say it again or, or, or <laughs> baking, should we move forward? <laughs> he is. I want to bake. Bacon. I want him back, but he's had, got a quarter of the league after him now. I mean, I just never understood why we didn't make a move on him. I thought he was a good player. I think he's a great guy to have, and man, I, I love the guy. But now everyone else knows. You know, they're they're, they're coming for him. All of a sudden, our money is earmarked for someone else. This and this is the game we talked about before, where you uh, you have. A guy like Chris Baker, who you could get at a price, and then you look around and you see the the top end guys uh, who you would be willing to pay anything, and you're going to miss out on Chris Baker before you even know if you got one of the top end guys. They're going to have to back a truck full of money up to one of those guys. I mean, I, I'm hearing from people like Greg Rosenthal and other people who you kind of, I don't know, place a little bit of stock in their opinions. You know, the fact that Kansas City is enfranchising Don Terry Poe is, is very telling. I mean, you can't just dismiss. I mean, if he, as good as everyone says that he is, the fact that they're not, they're not saying we got money for him, you know, it's, it's kind of like the same way we're, we're saying we don't have money for Chris is, is similar, in my opinion, to the way Kansas City is saying that about Don Terry Poe. He's a, he's a hard player to say goodbye to. Yeah. Just by, by what, what, look, what he looks like. Of course, and there's, but you know the amount of risk in that, and at that position, and you know I don't want to keep going back in time, but we're shell shocked. We we don't need another situation of a guy that signs that big deal and then eats his way out of the league and lies down on the field within a year. Uh, that's tough. We need so many guys at, on the defensive line. Uh, I'm nervous about backing the truck up for one guy. Uh, you know, I think they're going we, to. We need four, and if, if we do do it for one, and we still get a couple more and keep Baker, uh, that would be that would be the the, the A plus scenario. Well, I think they're going to back a truck up of money up to to a guy and and hope they get him. And let's just say they do get him. I I do think, I firmly believe, anyways, that at some point in time we haven't really done it, um, but at some point in time, and I think it's this draft, you you get like a a junior or senior um, out of a power five conference who play who plays on the defensive line who's going to come in and start for you right away because uh, cause that guy will start for us. And he's going to he, – the guy who falls to, like, the third round because of underclassmen to go ahead of him, they get a value defensive tackle pick who you're going to pay, you know, whatever the, the, the fir- first three-round money is because we, we're not going to be able to afford these multiple, you know, free agent No guys. doubt about it. I yeah. think if one of our top three draft choices is not a ready-to-start defensive tackle – then we're in, we're in some yep. trouble. No, that's true. We're chasing. I keep saying it, guys. We're chasing the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. You know, that's the premium in this in this conference. That's the that's the that's the room where that's getting it done more so than any room in our division. And and that's our weakness. That's crazy. We need to shore that up real fast, real quick, and not the patchwork stuff that we've done the last few years. We need a couple star warts in there. Reminded me of days of Dexter and Charles. Yeah. How, how, can, can I mean, Daryl Grant, man. Watch a game like that. Yeah, those guys are watching our D line and going, "All right, that Baker can play a little bit." Dave Butts. And, uh, we need some guys. We need some guys. 
Yeah, well, you know, Bobby Beathard taught us the game is won and lost on the line of scrimmage. I think our offensive line has improved immensely and is, and is a good enough offensive line to win us games. Without a doubt. Or, or is an offensive line that we can games with. Because you can have line. all the shiny tools that get paid, you know, bundles and bundles of money like Kirk. And if you don't have the ones that can protect them. Got to have butts. Doesn't matter. Our offensive like line I hate is it. in an A minus range to me. I think A minus, B plus at the worst. And our and our D line, I won't even. You know, it's an incomplete. Uh, it, yeah. It's night and day compared to what we got to do. Definite rookie, definite big time guy. I don't know if we need the biggest guy. I think we need a couple. I think people are overreacting to the whole Trent Murphy suspension. I don't know why I'm so numb to these suspensions anymore. I didn't even blink at Trent Williams. Clearly, I'm not blinking at, at, at Trent Murphy, although we, at some point in time, we have to start looking at a guy's name, Trent, on our team. Uh, it's funny you say that because I was, looking wow. at the, I was looking at the last names, and I'm trying to divert as well. <laughs> but it's so weird that, you know, McLovin's birthday is on March 1st, and with the funeral and with St. Patty's Day being on the 17th, it's been a tough time for him. Mm-hmm. And then you look over there, and Mr. Murphy's getting all banged up on something. So, you know, these Irish hooligans are out there just doing their thing in the springtime. Just, you know, is, is anyone so surprised by this? Like, no, you know, I, I, at this point in time, you're a fool if you're surprised by a guy named Trent getting suspended. Uh, I oh, just, McLuhan and Murphy are out there raising hell. All right, and Murphy. get them back in here. They'll be good by the fall. I just feel like guys miss games. If he, and, and, and let's be very frank, because of what we just talked about, about our defensive line being poo-poo that he was going to be a starter and, or and be counted on to be a contributor uh you know are the guys you know we're coming back with what six maybe seven guys that you're including you, you, which you'd have to start including guys like will compton and chris baker when you're talking about surefire starters you know not going to be any competition you know for their role next season um Trent murphy was was going to be on the starting 11 uh, i'm pretty sure so it is a loss and it does impact uh, our draft. So I, I think that's – but I, and I think it actually works for us um, because I do think – Is he appealing? Is what? Is he appealing? Um, I don't know. I don't think appealing works anymore. Uh, probably. I mean, at the end of the day, no, he shouldn't appeal. Just take your four games off, dude. I mean, I just – I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so punch drunk by these four-game suspensions um, – I wonder if they're going to stay four games if when they extend the season out a game. Uh, that'll be interesting. Or if they change the way they <laughs> the suspend guys. Because I, well, you've got to extend, everyone it. Misses you've got to extend it if you're going to punish it. There's no doubt about that. Well, there's nothing clean about it otherwise. None. None not, not in the least. If you're if you're so uh, all right, so I think we've I think we've I think it's we, like everybody else, this horse has been we need to leave it alone for a while. What about Josh Doxson? Wait, 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 wait. What happened to the horse? What did happen to the horse? <laughs> He's been rolled over too many times. Is the ceiling the roof? Is that what we're saying? The ceiling is the roof. Josh Doxson. Now, there's a little bit more meat to the stories about him because there's been people talking about him actually running. Uh, I see. <laughs> and it's been Yay. on film. I watched him do a cone drill. A ball. Was the, there a ball? It was like no, a no, ball. The, Someone was the, playing catch oh, behind yeah. him, I think. No, 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 no. They were, he was going through. It used to be cones. Now they have these things that stick in the ground. They go up like six feet, the poles. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. And he's running his little ins and outs and routes and popping out of one and catching the ball, dropping it and redoing it. And, uh, you know, for a one-on-one drill with the guy who had his gloves and his cell phone on the ground while videoing with no one else in the shot, he looked great. He did. <laughs> yeah, he really he did. Um, but he didn't look like a guy with an Achilles problem is all I'm saying. 
I mean, obviously, I'm exaggerating. He looked great. He looked like a guy that was ready to rock and roll. He had some burst. He had some explosion, and he wasn't half-assing it. He He's good. John effing Snow. Yeah. We expected, you know, He's any... He's going to resurrect? Listen, before... Yeah, in year four. Before season? The, the season started, we called him John Snow, and, and I don't think anything we said has been proven wrong because just like John Snow, this guy ended the season, uh, you know, face up, stabbed to death. <laughs> Is it a spoiler alert? A year and a half later, it can't be. He did go to surgery. I mean, I'm sure they sliced on a little bit. He was he was butchered by fans. He, no, he, he was he was you know totally you know poked. just yeah exactly. He, he's he's been poked and prodded. He has been uh, bad things have been said about him. Um, he, Erroneous. He's, he's a player. He's a player, and and I, and you know, as far as Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon go, uh, we knew we we talked about it during last last year. We we got two receivers coming up on thirty. Do they, are they good players? Yes. Can they still produce in this league? Yes. But they're both going to get paid a crap ton of money. And should we be putting our resources uh, on thirty and older receivers at this stage of our team's rebuild? As much as I would like for Pierre Garçon to, to continue his career here, if someone's going to back a truck of money up to him, I don't, I don't think we can do it. I think we have, to, we have to waste our bullets in that regard on the best offensive lineman or some, you know, probably some guy on that side of the line. With an addition of another weapon on offense early in the draft. Early in the draft. I agree with you. You know, I'm going to hate to see them both go, but with all the crazy stuff we find out about Pierre, and hey, that's what I loved about him. On the field, he was crazy, man. He wasn't afraid to fight anyone, nope. get in anyone's face, hit anyone. Yes, he is, and I love him for it. But you know, someone's. That's why I think him. he's more important. I, I I will not disagree with that. I, I love Deshaun. It's money talent, well spent, blah, 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 but it's money well you know. spent. But but it's money well spent. But the disparity between offense and defense on a from a money standpoint alone has to be rectified. So that money has to come from somewhere. And if you ask me, who's more important to resign, Chris Thompson or Pierre Garcon? I'm going to tell you, Chris Thompson. Um, I, I think he is the key, personally. I, I hope and and really hope that that's the uh, deal that's being worked out behind the scenes that no one knows anything about because no one knows anything about anything. That's the announcement I'm waiting for. If we resign Chris Thompson, um, I'll tell you what, our offense is is going to be just fine next season. He yeah, he's amazing. It's, it's, I think it's exclusive rights, right? I mean, he's ours. It's just a matter of well, there's tampering going on right now by by Matt the Real Deal Seal, if I'm not mistaken. No, he is definitely legally tampering at the Kensington I mean, House dude. as we speak. <laughs> yes, he's uh, this, this is it's legal tampering, right? I still want yeah, to just say he gets two days of this. It's the highlight of his year yeah. for what he does in that room. It's legal for two nights. I still want to say you just got to wait. You we, you got to endure this. But if a big-ass rabbit doesn't come popping out of nowhere at the end of this and, and they pull you it on You need a rabbit? You need the rabbit. <laughs> I actually got a rabbit for So there's Christmas. a rabbit and a horse. We got a rabbit. No animals were harmed. A rabbit and a horse were quadriplegic walking this, to a bar. This <laughs> incredible trick that you guys think the, the, that Bruce is a part of, that it's all going to somehow... Miraculously, be like, "Ha! Oh, see, oh, we didn't we've got say a that. Super Bowl team. We didn't say how the trick ends. We just said what he's got going on right now. No one has any idea. That's all. I didn't say I have, you know. I, oh, this. I don't is, have the foresight to say that what he's doing is correct. Oh, so Dude, we are freaking partying it up the on the Titanic nation. right now, the, my friend. The, the Trust Redskins me. This is faithful. this is. We're in like uh, freaking uh, out the captain's table of the Titanic. 
But for all of the folks that think they know a little something, like this is, no one knows nothing. No. Yeah, I mean, I I hate to call you know Chad out, but I know I, I I don't know if those guys listen or not. You know, he said he said he said a ninety percent chance Kirk was going to San Francisco earlier earlier today. I I couldn't get that from anyone else. I, I don't know if not what ninety percent. At the end of the day, to his credit, means not 100%. So if it doesn't happen, you can always be like, well, well it wasn't like, 100. I, that's what I want to hear, the background and the number crunching that led to the 90%. Like, yeah. how, how, do you get, how did that number come about? Uh, I really want to hear that. I want to hear that. I want to see your work done. Show me your work. Show me your work. Please, I, I, show me your work. I mean, obviously, I, I hope that Kirk isn't traded. I hope that we um, maintain his rights, uh, that he's our quarterback next year, and that we tag him again if we have two uh, in, in next next offseason. I, I I think that the Redskins would, and I think that they should. The last bullet in the gigantic holster is that would just be a F U. No, no, no. The F U would be the fourth tag because because if you look at the third, the third That's tag not even possible. The third tag is thirty five million dollars over three years of what we paid him, and averages out to to twenty six. If you even take his contract back further, we paid him peanuts, you know, as a rookie, you know, from where we drafted him. So you're still you're still, in my opinion, you're still getting a strong return on your investment from the quarterback position. But that fourth tag. At what, stop, it, what it is, nine, it, $97 stop. million. Dollars. At that point in time, Dan Snyder is just saying, you know what, Kirk? Screw you. Right. He's already going to have to play both ways. He's going go yes. to go to his, his house in the morning with bills and just start dropping them on his front step. You are now our punt returner, our holder. Uh, our, yeah. Kirk, you're playing both ways. If you don't do it, it's breach of contract. Give us back that money or else run down on punts and, and play a little safety. I just, I, you know, he's supposed to be such a great businessman. At what point in what manual of a business plan does it say, make your, your, your consumers irate? They haven't. They are. No, because the consumers are irate about life in general, and the Redskins are just an extension of their lives. And some people who are positive on a daily basis are thinking, oh, my Lord, you know what? This could all work out. You know, we were 8-7-1. We had two winning years. Everyone looks at things differently. But nothing has been said or determined. The only thing this front office has done is extended Jay. Now, not everything else is, is... everyone's gift and idea to us about what they don't know either. Guess what? Every goddamn day out in the streets talking to each other oh. doesn't know shit. But the both, it's awesome to watch the compounding of both the guys who don't know a damn thing talking to each other and oh. then eventually they come to an agreement on both of them thinking they know anything they don't know nothing about. The lack of leaks. God damn it. The lack of leaks is the most damning and telling uh, to me facet of this whole thing. Because first of all, in this town in general, um, everything leaks in in Washington. Uh, it, it, so it's, it's just the the way things go for the Redskins. It, that has always been the case. I mean, that's how J- Jason Lockhart made his career, um, and that's how a lot of guys have made their career in this town. The leaks coming wow. out of Redskins Park have are legendary. So the lack of leaks, the lack of leaks, to me says almost. To me, says ninety percent. No, no, no. The, the lack of leaks. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Tells me that the lack of leaks mean that these that, that there's no plan that there's no that they that there's not like there's nothing to leak there's like literally nothing there's no like there's news. no syllabus or, there's no there's no outline no 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 I'm not, there's no fake news I'm just saying like people listen I I'm not going to go so far as to call some of these guys reporting fake news it does it, it is kind of like a like John Stewart what did he, he just called you know 24 hour media just jerking themselves off without anything to talk about or or you know really go Th- that's where we are and, and we're like i said 
We're uh, a top five media market. We're going to talk about something 24 hours a day. In this town, it's the Redskins. Um, to me, the lack of leaks is indicative of the lack of something to leak. I'm with you. An old leak canfora can stay up north on the Beltway and, and, and hang out with the, the, the Natty Bows and the O's and the rest. Because mm-hmm. after he left the post, he's done. He's done. I, he I, got I, out. I, 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 I'm done, and I'm done with him. But guess what? When this McLovin uh, era started, you know, we had a little bump in the road real early. Remember this? Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and it got, it literally nothing got was, blown nothing over. Nothing blanketed Tweets like that stuff? ever. All of a sudden, it disappeared into thin air. It, it just had it, something to do with like some tweets or something, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. Yeah, some tweets, some some, some tweets. It was blown some, out of yeah, proportion, yeah. T, and for it the most part. Oh, and I would, right. but, but it the really thing sucked. is, actually, it really it, sucked. It did. I would <laughs> yeah. say it was blown under yeah. proportion because at the end of the day, no one. It, it, it happened, and then all of a sudden, it was just it was it was just gone. We, and we were celebrating the lack of drama in this organization. And I remember in the, on that show saying. Uh, here we are talking about a dramaless offseason uh, with a team moving in the right direction, and, but with like drama-worthy events not not pulling us off of our game. Uh, there's drama-worthy events right now pulling us off of our game. I mean, when you know the guy that was coming in here to be the savior, you know, there's the, the Twitter BJ scenario, and all of a sudden it disappears, yep. and the wife is done, and everyone's done, and there's barely an apology or an announcement. All of a sudden, no one talked about it anymore. It was just gone. Since when does that go away? I, I don't. This is, this I is, don't. This is this is a new regime. Winning helps. Winning always we helps. Haven't even done it yet. Yeah, you know, I think just as to why it never perked well, up before. Yeah. yeah. I, I I just at the end of the day, I just think that um, we're super worked up because. The, the so this Kirk Cousins thing, I, I was talking to someone about it today. You have it's it's kind of like it it's it is everything. It's nothing and everything all at the same time because every team in the National Football League should should pray that they have that they have at least the opportunity to make a decision on a guy that they drafted, that they developed, that is produced at a super high level, and now we have a chance to sign in long term. Uh, at least up to that point, every that's what that's everything an NFL team wants ever. Uh, you know that's all you can ask for, and they should want to have that problem. And if you're looking for an alternative explanation as to, to really what's driving this 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 uh, dumpster fire at the you know in the owner's suite, at the end of the day, it could be a disagreement over what to do about Kirk because decisions were made a year and a half ago by this front office. Uh, by this trio, by Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder, and McLovin, and we we disagreed with that decision at the time. We were very vocal about it. A lot of people were. Uh, it went a certain way. I don't think it went an unpredictable way. And we find ourselves here. And so, I think that they were in lockstep last off season on on how to go about all this. And now you're at this. Now you find yourself here. You find yourself here, and you're doubly screwed as a Redskins organization. People, you know, if everyone wants, just wants to say we're a magnet for chaos and dysfunction, but it's unfair in this regard. We have all our, our third year of this amazing rebuild going on, and we find ourselves at this crossroads with a franchise quarterback that we developed, drafted, and have invested in to date. And at the exact same time as we're trying to lock him up for the rest of his career – 
his two favorite coaches that we that we that we hired that were our guys that he worked with um, got their head coaching opportunities at the exact same time, and it creates an amazing situation for the player. Obviously, at the end of the day, it could create an amazing situation for the Washington Redskins from a trade value standpoint if that's the way they ever wanted to go, which I think we I, I've suggested I, I would prefer them not to go, but it does create demand. Um, and you're holding a commodity like Kirk Cousins, who knows? You could get, you know, you could get paid. Um, but it's unfair to say that it's our fault that that happened. I, I think it's a testament to how our organization has, has turned around. We are um, pumping out. There are people who leave our team and succeed in the league, players and coaches. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. We, That's right. We, we've pulled the trigger too fast on a lot of these off-seasons, and then we've, we've heard the rest. Uh, we slow played this one, the most important position on the team, and now it's you know it's coming to fruition. We don't know which way it's going to go. I, I just, I, I just think that when you're, you're second in yards per play, yards per play is a humongous stat. When you're second in yards per play, it's not something you blow up. Fourth in place per drive, and this offense is humming. This is not something we brought up. We, we get set back years, but if he doesn't want to be here, yes, we have quite a commodity. We have quite a commodity, yeah. and. Um, We'll move forward at that point. And we'll Once move forward we at that point. Once we gain that information, can someone tell us something? Someone out there. This somebody reach out. Somebody tell us something. I just, I just want to make a personal plea to anyone out there who has any information. Yeah. Uh, who knows that Scott is safe, for example. Who knows that um, Kirk Cousins... We're going to go look for him. That Kirk Cousins would be willing to accept a bazillion dollars to play for the Washington Redskins. For someone who knows that Josh Doxson is actually going to be a halfway decent, if not a, a top-end wide receiver in this league. Um, and that Sua Cravens does not date a Kardashian. Had to throw that in there. Sua Cravens does not date a Kardashian. It has been said on this show. I just heard someone say that. And I believe it to be true. I hope it stays that way. Oh, it will be. This was quite the salsa de hombre, gentlemen. I, w- I won't lie. I The... Uh, the off season is on the brink. <laughs> on the brink of something. On the brink of what? I, I is yet to be determined. That shows you're a genius, by the way. Well, I, we, we, next time lead with that. We could have spent the last uh, forty five minutes talk, talking about that pre production ten round goal yes. genius show. Yes, God. And now it makes me not even want to close out. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to do it for Tim Strecken. Thank you, Kevin Ricca. It was a nice check, please exit by you, sir. Y- yes. And uh, on behalf of Monsignor Charles Gormley, who has recently been baseman ordained, um, yes, uh, we're all very proud, and um, we we sponsored him. Uh, This is Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible.